Hi. In this brand new episode, we bring you stories from Sudha Murthy's book, The Upside Down King. It has got unusual tales about Rama and Krishna. Here we go. We'll start with the first story, the Solar Dynasty. India has been ruled by many dynasties through the course of history. One of the most prominent ones is the Surya Vansi dynasty. This Vansa is also known as Ikswaku dynasty. Ikswaku literally translates to something that is pleasing to your eyes. Many important kings and princes were born in this dynasty, such as Vishwamitra, Harishchandra, Kakatusa, and Rama. Once there was a king named Khatwanga who was a powerful ruler. He was also known as Dilip. He was handsome and brave. One day, when Dilip ran into the divine cow Kamdhenu, he forgot to pay his respect to her. Kamdhenu, because of her gentle nature, did not notice. The gods were offended and thought she should have been treated better by the king. They said, Cow provides milk and is like a second mother to humans. Not respecting a cow is as bad as not respecting your mother. Dilip must understand that. Until some time that he does, he will not have any children of his own. As decreed, Dilip remained childless for a long time. It bothered him no end and he often wondered, who will succeed me? So one day, Dilip went up to his guru, Sage Vasishta, who was Saptrusha. He asked his teacher, Guruji, will I be blessed with a successor? Sage did not answer his question directly. Instead, he told Dilip, I am giving you my precious cow, Nandini. You must take care of her. You must be sincere and protect her. She must be fed only by you and your wife. You must not delegate this task to your servants and hence you should live away from your palace for a while because your kingly responsibilities they will not allow you to take care of her. If your devotion to Nandini is pure and complete and you succeed in taking good care of her, your desire may be fulfilled. So Dilip accepted this sage's advice and moved with his wife to a small hut in a forest where he devoted himself to the cow. He bathed her every day and took her to graze, while his wife cleaned her shed, milked her and looked after Nandini's other needs. As time passed, the bond between Dilip and Nandini developed to such an extent that they became inseparable. One day, Nandini strolled ahead of Dilip to gauge in the grounds they hadn't been before. Out of nowhere, a fierce lion appeared, ready to attack Nandini. Immediately, Dilip took out his bow and arrow and stood in front of Nandini to protect her. To Dilip's surprise, the lion spoke to him in a human voice. O King Dilip, I eat cows to survive. It's a part of nature's cycle. One animal is food for another and that is how the universe works. Please move aside and let me eat. Dilip refused to budge and replied, You're right about the balance of life. But I have given my word to my teacher that I will protect Nandini and I will fulfill that duty under all circumstances. The discussion continued for a long time, but they could not reach an agreement. Dilip finally said, 
if your hunger is uncontrollable then eat me it does not matter if i die but you must let landini go unharmed the lion roared with impatience don't be foolish o king you are a great warrior and asset to your kingdom your subjects depend on you if your cow dies you can always get another one but if you die without an heir it will be tough for your kingdom to survive dilip understood the weight of lion's words but he had a promise to be devoted to nandini he remained firm in his decision and did not budge suddenly the lion vanished lightning flashed across the sky and voice said from the heavens dilip i am really touched by your love for nandini and i promise that you have a failed may you blessed with all good things in life stunned by his turn of events dilip returned to his hut with nandini sage vasishta stood there waiting for him you have passed the test my dear child he said with a smile in past you had insulted a cow by ignoring her and today you are willing to lay down your life for her may you obtain whatever your heart desires now you may return to your capital dilip bid goodbye to nandini with sadness and affection and returned with sudakshana to his capital the following year the royal couple was blessed with a son who they named ragu ragu was a extraordinary boy blessed with striking looks bravery and a good disposition when he grew up and succeeded his father to the throne he conquered many lands and became such a famous king that suravansis also came to be known as raguvansis time passed and ragu had a son named aja who grew up to be a kind hearted man one day a letter arrived inviting the prince to attend a swambar of the princes of vidarbha kingdom In those days the tradition of swambar was prevalent the ceremony for a princess to choose the most suitable husband for herself young princes would assemble in the hope of winning the princess hand in the marriage their accomplishments would be announced and the princess would then choose her suitor the moment indumati saw aja he garlanded him thereby declaring her voice the two were wed and soon after Aja returned with his bride to rule his kingdom. In time, Aja and Indumati had a same son named Dasratha. One day, Indumati and Aja were taking a stroll in the royal gardens when suddenly a flower fell from heavens and landed on Indumati. Instantly, she dropped to the ground. Aja was heartbroken. His beloved wife had been taken away from him. His grief knew no bounds as he bent over her. sobbing just then the traveling sage narada appeared he was a sincere devotee of lord vishnu and could traverse through different realms he told aja that the flower was from his tambura that flower was a special one aja and your wife was no ordinary woman she was an apsara who was cursed to take a human form she could only return to her former state when a flower from her tambura would touch her head Now her curse has been lifted and she has gone back to heavens. Aja understood sage words but he still missed his wife terribly. Grief stricken he gave up his kingdom, handed over the crown to his son Dasratha and left his palace to live out in the rest of his days in the forest. Dasratha had three wives: Kausalya, the princess of Kausala, Sumitra, the princess of Magadha, and Kekayi, the princess of Kekaya. 
Dasatha's wives bore him four sons: Rama from Kausalya, Lakshmana and Satyajan from Sumitra, and Bharata from Kekai. The following stories are dedicated to Dasratha's elder son Rama. Stay tuned. Bye.